Stop it. Stop what? You're talking about me and Morse code. But you know what? Joke's on you, because I know Morse code. That is a disgusting ass. And it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. Hey, it's Tony Maz of 98.5 The Sports Hub, and you are listening to the Morse Code Podcast. I thought I'd probably die in prison, expensive tasting women, ain't had no pot to piss in, now my kitchen full of dish, nose bloody from that sniffing, yo heroin addiction. Alright, we're back, uh, episode 147. On the Morse Code Podcast and more Sophie Priya. Um, brought to you as always by our good friends at Cold River Vodka. Ironically enough, at Cold River Vodka on all major and minor social media platforms. www.coldrivervodka.com And um, for people who just like good vodka in general. Do they have a Patreon yet? Is there a... Uh, are they behind a paywall or no? You do have to pay for it. Yep. Which reminds me, they have great prices, especially around the holidays. But yes, it is technically behind a paywall. I mean, it's behind like a an aisle, but <laughs> a paywall too, I suppose. Okay. There is a, a barrier, of, barrier of money between you not having it and then soon, soon later having it. Nothing's free these days, huh? Ah. Nothing. No. Outside of Venus Cantor's new last name, not really. <laughs> Freedom doesn't exist as much as you'd think in this country. Which brings me to my first point. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we uh, we usually record on Monday. It's Tuesday. And I'm glad we made this decision. Let's just get right into the elephant in the room. We were able to watch the Patriots game last night. Uh, Patri- excuse me, Patriots-Bills. Um, before I get into what, you know, I'm sure you think I'm going to get into that weather was interesting. Were you watching like, some of the weather stuff throughout the day? Yeah. Specifically Zolak's video with like his scalp blowing off in the parking lot. <laughs> that was freaky. And like the goalposts literally like moving back and forth. He said that he's like 6'6", 260. And he's like, dude, I think I might get fucking blown over in this weather. Yeah. If, if someone of that stature gets blown over, <clears throat> I would assume like 90% of the fans, of, well, I don't know about that. I would assume like 60% of the fans at that game were also in serious jeopardy of just blowing out of the stadium. What's the toughest uh, conditions you've ever had to go on the road to, to work against? Uh, I thought you were going to say like for us, like record a show outside of like spotty Wi-Fi and I don't know, some background chatter, nothing like that. I'll tell you that much. We haven't recorded, we we should have recorded live from there, but we, uh, Typical libs, we took the easy way out and just didn't record. They just watched the game. <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? No, I think um, I was trying to think. Yesterday's Nikhil Harry performance, it reminded me of like that scene in Dumb and Dumber. And he's like, you know, like just when I thought you couldn't get any dumber, you go ahead and do something like this. I did not have on my Nikhil Harry bingo board muffing a punt that would turn into an immediate Buffalo touchdown. Mm-hmm. I always knew in the back of my head that certainly could happen. I just, I just didn't think I'd find myself in that situation, but they asked him to do nothing and he still fucked it up. That's what I mean. It's, and I, I almost said this yesterday, like he, I, I almost like tweeted it or said it, but I didn't want to like sound stupid if I just hadn't noticed all year. 
he doesn't routinely catch kicks, right? Nope. Never. Again, again just, making, just making sure I have all my apples and apples in good order before I go on here. Yeah, I did my I, research. The answer is never. Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine like reading a weather report and then, you know, my next thought being, I think tonight's the night we should put Nikhil back there to return kicks. Uh, he can't catch passes. So maybe they were hoping he could catch kicks, which he didn't even have to catch it. He just had to get out of it. He had to do exactly what he's been doing all his career on offense. Just don't catch it. Like, just don't even touch it. Get the Stay hell as far out of the way. From, <laughs> <laughs> as far away from the football as humanly possible. It's, I hate not to sound like a, like that LeBron meme, but like as soon as that kick went up and I saw number one back there, I knew this was going to end terribly. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to end well at all. And I had to do like a double take to see like he, that is number one back there. Uh, this is really, this is, this is live. We're happening. This is happening. And I can't believe they didn't just rule it as a, as is on the field. There's a small glimmer of hope that like it was ruled incorrectly initially Hold on. on the, uh, Sorry about that on the initial kick, but uh, that was clear as day. He touched it and I'm kind of glad he did. Like you don't deserve if, if everyone out of anyone in pro sports, he is the last person to deserve like a break like yeah. that. Been Belichick deserved to be punished for like that decision. Yeah, that's, that was bad. I don't, I just, unless I missed it, has there been any talk about that today? Uh, a little bit. I feel like it's been yeah. pretty much buried in like, they asked him about it in the post game and he gave a really short answer and then like nothing became of it. But did you see the tweet? I retweeted uh, a guy who writes for the athletic and he said that I think it was this summer in training camp. They had mm-hmm. Nikhil Harry like line up to take a punt. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's in the summer during sure. like perfect weather and he fucked yeah. it up. And then, and then oh, obviously yeah. Belichick was like, mm, I don't know. Let me wait until there's a fucking cyclone uh, and we'll try it again. Yeah. It also doesn't make sense either because it'd make more sense if he was like a shifty, uh, like shifty, <clears throat> fast, breakaway speed type of receiver. He's not. He's known yeah. for his blocking, which is never a good sign. So I just I don't genuinely understand the the concept. Gunner wasn't out, right? He was returning kicks right after. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I guess Gunner was the up guy. Oh, okay. But I don't know why. Like, why go away from him? But I, I don't uh-huh. get it. But the the other thing was. Um, Dude, the fact that it bounced off his fucking face. Look, it couldn't have been a more Nikhil Harry play. Nope. It'd be not. one thing if he went to go catch it and dropped it. Or sure. I don't know if it, it somehow like it takes a weird bounce and hits his foot or something. But it hit him directly in the in like the face visor of his helmet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Idiot. I do like the reason I asked if you heard anyone bring it up today, which I didn't. Um so it couldn't have been that prevalent, but if they lost like eight, seven or like 13 to 10 or something like that, Oh, it would be a completely different, different conversation today. That yeah. would be all they were talking about. It would be, and we can touch on this later. Cause how you just tweeted it. It would be Belichick out of the running for coach of the year. It would be like, you know, if, cause you mix that play call. Cause in hindsight, it, it's, it's weird because they won the game. And a lot of stuff today has been like, wow, like another like masterful coaching performance by Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick with, with the, the passing and run splits on offense. If they lose that game, you have the Nikhil Harry decision plus how they operated on offense. That's a completely different conversation than how it went today. Because I think Bill locked coach of the year last night. Like if they, if they, if they play well the rest of the year, he's, he's coach of the year without a yeah. shadow of a doubt. I don't see um, how that's he could easy not get money. 
no, that's yeah. easy money. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, it's I, I'd, I'd love to actually get a real answer on, sorry, on why um, why that decision was made. And uh, that's that's really the only simple question I have. I do think he part was of still it- on the field too. Well, I, again, I know people say he's a good blocker. I don't. I don't. I don't watch enough of the people not getting the football to to notice. But he was. I did see him on a decent amount of snaps last night in those weird like triple tight end like double running back formations. So that was like that was the epitome of a Nikhil Harry game. But he still still messed it up royally. Like that could have been huge. Yeah, that was a terrible terrible scenario. And like then it was like what the touchdown came one, one play maybe two plays later one play. <laughs> He literally was, he was good for negative seven points last night. Yeah. And, and that also showed how big that two-point conversion was. From, yeah. I'd say lock-in MVP of the year, Brandon Bolden, on the turnaround. <laughs> or at least comeback player of the year. It, or most I think him and Folk are going to split that. Folk splitting everything in sight, yeah. specifically uprights. <laughs> Did he kick last night? What was the score? 14 to 10. So he had two field goals, right? No. Yeah. From decent range too, thirty-four and eleven and fourteen. Yeah, that's wild, absolutely wild. Some of those, some of those plays. The other funny thing I forgot about, um, Max. One completion was that ridiculous catch by, um, Johnny Smith as well. Amazing catch! Amazing <laughs> catch! <laughs> and I somehow, somehow, I think he had like a one. At halftime, he was one for one for 12 yards, and he had a 116 QBR. So, again, I have no idea what QBR means. If, if that's an excellent quarterback performance, then you know, maybe we, we, we need to rethink that. Uh, let me find it real quick. I was curious. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, miss. Uh, never mind. He finished with a QBR of 4.3. <laughs> but his quarterback rating was 84. Really nice. That solidified his MVP if we're talking about uh, regular season awards. I also saw other people saying he, he that dropped him out of the rookie of the year conversation, um, which I don't see. I don't, I don't really see how he doesn't win that either. No, like if I he just, if, if, if they get a one or two seed, he's going to win rookie of the year um, because Jamar Chase would have to have like those 200. He'd have to have another handful of like 100, 100, 150 yard games. But that team's already getting irrelevant, I think. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting that quarterback class. I think they had a. Oh, that's another thing. Like Monday Night Football and those weird graphics. Those are terrible. Like some of those weird, like in between play, little legit, like word art, like cartoon things they do. Yeah, I feel like they're trying those to do so the Bleacher bizarre. Report thing. Which yeah, they actually do a good job of that. And Monday Better Night Football job. just, I don't know. Right, Mina Kimes like drawing those. Like it's ESPN. Yeah. The, the self-proclaimed worldwide leader in sports. Mm-hmm. Those look like legit, like, like mid-major, like college things you'd see like on like the Jumbotron, like in between, or like minor league sports, things you'd see like on the Jumbotron in between plays. It's the person who redesigned the UNH logo. That was his, that was his ticket into the big show, <laughs> into the big leagues. <laughs> Welcome to the big leagues, kid. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how much. Oh, this is what I pulled up. I'd like to actually run through this with you real quick. Your audience would like to take this journey with me too. So I tweeted last night. Again, I was frustrated. I was firing off some takes. 
Um, I said Nikhil here is the worst, the worst draft pick of my lifetime. Like in, in at least in our, you know, teams that we follow. But then I really thought about it. And as far as drafts go, I think the most, the two, the two major drafts are NFL and NBA, right? I still don't know how the baseball draft works. NHL, I, sorry, I don't know. But if you look just first round, I did first round in the last 20 years. It's not even close. And this isn't even taken into account. I think one of the reasons this pick looks so bad is because everyone behind him is so good, right? Mm-hmm. All the other wide receivers, like they're literally all Pro Bowl receivers. But even without that, if you just look from 2000, excuse me, 2000, they didn't have a pick. 2001, Richard Seymour. Obviously better. Um, Probably Daniel better Graham receiver. 2002. Hold on. Sorry. Um, 2002 is Daniel Graham. Better. I remember him genuinely making plays. Yeah. Tight end, right? Uh, yep. Yep. 2003, Ty Warren. Better. Vince Wilfork, obviously better. Ben Watson, better. Logan Mankin. Like, I'm not going to waste my time saying better. So Vince Wilfork, Ben Watson, Logan Mankins, Lawrence Maroney. Like, not a great player, but light years ahead of Nikhil Harry. He did stuff. <laughs> he did. He did. He had positive impact on the field, like yardage-wise. Uh, Brandon Merriweather, Jordan Mayo, McCordy, obviously. Nate Solder, Chandler Jones, obviously. Dante Hightower, obviously. A couple here that are iffy. Dominic Easley and Malcolm Brown. Those are two D linemen. Um, they're obviously better, but... Um, you know, not not considerable like some of those other guys. Isaiah Wynn, probably. Yeah. Sony Michelle, yes. And then there's Nikhil Harry, and then obviously Mac Jones, um, who I think is is somewhat better. Um, yeah. Can you can you pause this real quick? Yeah. We gotta do something. Hold on. Okay. Sorry about that. I had to fix my connection real quick. Anyway, in conclusion, he's without a shadow of a doubt the worst. I didn't want to go through every round. I'm assuming he's probably towards the bottom of every round. First round, it's not even close. And <laughs> at this point, even before last night, I think he's got to you know eat your losses. You didn't get any sort of return on investment. And move on. I think he's free after this year, right? I can't imagine them extending any sort of further employment than the absolute bare minimum they would have to. <laughs> I don't know if there's such a thing as a max in the, the NFL. Mm-hmm. But uh, how many how many of those do you think he's gonna get? Like around the league, how many teams do you think? Are yeah, gonna yeah. Throw him no, max give, me money? A, give me a second to think. Probably two or three with a with a good extension on at least one of them per per division. I didn't think about that. Yeah, <laughs> it. Is, I mean, his career. I think his career is over. I don't. I do too. He might pick up practice squad or something, but he's done. Um, sad story, but. I don't, I don't care anymore. It, I, I wouldn't, I'd feel worse if he didn't release like those Instagram videos or like those Twitter videos of like literally his only catch in, in, in a game. I think he has, <laughs> hold on. He definitely hasn't scored this year, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. That'd be crazy to think. God, two, there were two targets yesterday. Two, two, two players were targeted. Smith once and Bolden once. Nelson Aguilar was a tar. Excuse me, three targets. Nelson Aguilar was targeted, but 
didn't quite register on the Richter scale. Yeah, I'm not looking that up. Oh, boy, does he blow. I, I Also, it's like any other player. That's like a cliche like Belichick, like you're cut the next day. Those plays in like a big game like last night. Maybe if they lost, he'd be cut. I just think at this point, it's really, I don't know, he's still in a rookie contract. Um, but last night was just different. Like there's a difference between being on the field and not making an impact and making a big negative impact on the field. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know what I wanted to do. Hold on. In a game um, where like every single mistake is uh, magnified. Critical. Critical. <laughs> I don't know uh, if Belichick is still trying to prove the point that like because he made the draft pick, he's like, no, I'm uh, I'm going down with the ship. Like I'm still going to throw this guy out there even though he doesn't do shit. That's my only guess. I don't know what I, I, I'm a lot of guesses with what him. Other, other fucking value he brings. I'm trying to pick up, pull up the Celtics first rounders last 20 years. Here we go. Off the top of my head, I can't think of a worse Celtics one. Ah, maybe I spoke too soon. Hold on. All right, so let's go back to like 2000. Wow, they had like a lot of years with multiple first round picks. And even that's different too, because like a first round pick in the NBA is really tough to hit on unless you're in the lottery. Right. First, like the entire first round in the NFL mm-hmm. is the lottery. Correct. Yeah. Joseph Forte, Kedrick Brown, Joe Johnson. <laughs> I don't know enough about a lot of these guys to even make an assumption. Or excuse me, to make a real call. My assumption is they're worse than, uh, they're not as bad as the kill Harry. Right. Troy Bell, Al Jefferson, Orion Green, Ryan Gomes, Gabe Pruitt. <laughs> Jeff Green was a pretty good draft pick, actually. Lester Hudson, he was a second rounder. Sounds like a character out of the wire. Is uh, uh, J.R. Giddens in there? Yep. He was first <laughs> round in 2008. Fab Mello? Um, yep. R.I.P., right? He's dead. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Apologies to the Mello family. Uh, Jared Sullinger, good as dead in my book. He stunk. Marcus Smart. Jordan Mickey never panned out in 2015, huh? From Louisiana State. God. RJ Hunter never panned out. Oh, Terry Rozier was a great draft pick, huh? At 16. Yeah. Very good pick. Follow, followed by Abdel Nader next year at 58. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is somehow still in the league. You remember this guy from 2016? He was a first-round pick in 2016. It's like one of those last names with a bunch of like symbols on it. Ante Zizek. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that name at all. Yeah, Buscelli. 2016 was a great, great year. Andre Zizek, Yabuselli, and then Jalen Brown. Jabari Bird. Kadeem Allen, not to be confused with uh, Kadeem Abdul-Jabbar. Or um, that guy in the Chargers. Semi, Tatum, Tremont Waters, Tybull, Langford. Yeah, these guys are all comfortably better than Nikhil Mm -hmm. I don't, Yam Yam Madar in 2020. I don't remember Yam Madar just taking the ball and shooting it in the wrong basket, which is more or less the equivalent of what happened last night. (laughs) Did you see some of the stuff going around today about uh, Damian Lillard's wants and aspirations? 
Yeah, man with the elite uh, wing eclectic needs. Yeah. The elite of the elite, Ben Simmons, Jalen Brown, and Mr. 50, Aaron Gordon. <laughs> I don't understand where the hell that story is going, like what's true, what's not. I don't even know what it means because I was confused at first until some, some kid explained it to me on the internet today. But my, my initial thought was I thought he was frustrated with Portland, being in Portland playing for Chauncey. And then he's like, well, I want to play with Ben Simmons. It's like, okay, well, if you get traded to Philly, you're probably going to get traded – you're either going to get traded for Ben Simmons or you're going to go to Philly and Ben Simmons isn't playing there. If you haven't noticed over the last like six months. So if they brought Ben Simmons to Portland, that's different. Uh, I'm not even going to, you know, consider the Jalen Brown or uh, what's his name? Aaron Gordon. I don't I could care less about Jalen Brown. I don't know how that would work. Um, that'd probably be a lot, but in Portland, I think uh, I don't know if, CJ McCollum is that much worse than someone like Ben Simmons. He's definitely more reliable than someone like Ben Simmons. I'd argue a better, a better shooter. Um, I'd maybe argue a better basketball player if I was feeling feeling froggy. I just don't know like where. Um, <clears throat> there's been so many reports over the past uh, two years about whether Damian Lillard wants to stay in Portland or if he's upset or if he finally he wants to leave or yeah. if he wants them to trade for for someone and he wants to stay it's like mm-hmm. dude i can't i can't keep track of this story and then i saw that he tweeted that the story was like crock shit or whatever i think mm-hmm. he tweeted at um woge and the owner of the blazers and it was like yeah mm. typical <laughs> My typical boss always <laughs> trying to strong hand me i think he was making it sound like um uh, like they had written less than favorable things about him essentially that's i mean these rumors come from somewhere i mean they like you said he's been in he's been rumored about being unhappy for like three or four years Mm -hmm. and then remember last year the year before was when he was at the game with lebron he's like a WNBA game or like a high school game or something yeah and then the lakers the next day so i don't know i mean he's a good player i think he's only like 30 early 30s yeah he's he's definitely due for one more big big deal on on a, on a contending team, and not like the Blazers stink. Like they're a contending team every year, uh, and I don't think it's like if you look at their last like handful of playoff appearances. I don't think if you flip out CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons, you're any further. No, Aaron Gordon. I'd probably argue the same thing. Uh, Jalen Brown is kind of already playing with what you might say is a, a somewhat poor man's Damian Lillard anyway, and, and Jason Tatum. So. I don't I don't really know. I saw he's out tonight too. That stinks. Jalen Brown. Yeah. Active to play in the uh, Lakers game tonight. 10 p.m. There's nothing there's nothing more annoying than reading the um the Celtics tweets about who's questionable, who's out. It's doesn't matter. First of all, there there's the uh like non-COVID illness, which I see yeah. all the time. And it's like, all right, so these guys are just catching colds. They're like sick. Yeah, it's middle of December. All the fucking yeah. time. I don't remember this being a problem in years past. Yeah. And then uh, and then like Rob Williams, you have to check the injury report for him every fucking day. Jalen mm. Brown, I don't know when his I think it's actually I don't even remember what the injury is, whatever it is. I think it was his knee, right? Injury. He was limping in the uh, Sixers game. Yeah, he didn't look right. And th- that looks like a true day to day type of injury, which I'm fine with. Like they got a, they beat Portland. Uh, he didn't play against Utah. I know they lost that game. Yeah, I think they're better don't, off just resting him until he's good, good. 
I don't think they win tonight. Lakers are healthy tonight, right? I think so. LeBron's yep. back. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I, I'll be. Ah, but I forgot they did blow them out in in Boston. So that means they'll probably lose by twenty plus tonight. If they can just escape this this West Coast trip, I think it's it's L.A. I think they play Lakers and Clippers back to back. Yep. And then Phoenix. Oof. Um. Do they have Golden State? Clippers tomorrow, Lakers tonight, Thursday off. Yeah, Friday is Suns. I thought they had the Warriors. Maybe it's Warriors at home. Hold on one second. I know the Bucks. Yep, and they go home to face the Bucks. Uh, this is brutal. They don't really have too many easy games in this month. I'm going to tell you right now. Who do they have on Christmas? Raptors? Are they playing on Christmas? thought they were. Okay, Lakers, Clippers, Suns on the road, by the way. Come home, Bucks, Warriors. Uh, now we're into December 20th. Sixers again. Sixers possibly uh, Damian Lillard by that time, according to the, to the sources. They get the Cavs, a game they should win. So they'll probably win like four or five of those tough ones and get blown out by Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And then it's Christmas. <laughs> They're at Milwaukee on Christmas. There's a oh, Jesus. Fat, fat lump of coal. Uh, at T-Wolves. T-Wolves, I'm going to call now. Tatum's going to drop 50, and they're going to win by like three. (laughs) Clippers at home. Jesus Christ, get me out of this month. And then New Year's Eve, they have the Suns at home. This is a brutal month. Yeah. It's all like top three seeds besides that game with Cleveland, which and Minnesota, which I think are the two they're most most viable to lose. (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, this is making the season. Yeah, this is the season, buddy. Tis the season. Don't like how that's going. Um, I didn't mean to, to switch gears earlier. Did you have any other takes from the the Patriots game or the NFL over the weekend? Yes. Um, More terrible football. <laughs> question about the dildo. <laughs> yeah. The, fa- the famous Buffalo dildo. Uh, dildo. Yeah. Was there one last night? No. Okay. Wind. You saw how windy it was. Yeah, that thing would have been all over the place. <laughs> Sort of related to that, like a plastic bag. (laughs) I was just gonna say, I feel like Belichick probably had the the world's biggest morning wood, or I don't even know how he slept last night. No, just just fully erect, knowing Mm. that he won a game with running and defense, and his quarterback doesn't get mentioned at all. Nope, (laughs) quarterback gets teased the next day, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that plus some of the Bills interviews were pretty cringeworthy. Yeah, like that Sean McDermott guy, he's creeping up towards uh, like on Felger and Maz when they have the big boy and they talk about like biggest tool bags like yeah. on the opposing team. He's got he's he just looks like a very like one of those little angry men, little bald angry guy. He looks kind of like a poor man's Tom Coughlin, a younger, <laughs> less red Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin <laughs> couldn't have been on the field last night. That would have been an absolute. Oh no. Uh, yeah, that'd have been a I don't know. A HIPAA violation to ask him to be on the field. Swept into like Lake Erie or something. <laughs> just like, like flat Huron. Stanley. Just starts float, swinging around. 
I'll never forget that that game at Lambeau. That's one of my favorite NFL visuals of all time. Don Coughlin literally, literally coaching through frostbite on the sideline in Lambeau Field in the middle of January. Holy smokes, that was bad. I felt so bad for him. That plus like that picture of the old trainer that Tyler posts all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> this guy. Hold on, let me see if I can fix find the uh, uh, <laughs> Coughlin picture real quick. Uh, Tom Coughlin, uh, cold Packers game. I think they won that game. I hope they won that game. Oh my god! Oh. Did you see the video that uh, PFT tweeted? Because he was know. there in pregame and he was watching the warm up. Hold on, let me see if we can catch that shade of pink. Oh my god! Face. Yeah, he's that is terrible. Prince Philip. Philip in the back of the limo. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, here's a nice piece. Coughlin has warm memories of a cold Lambo night. That's a head. That's a headline. That is pretty good. I want to take notes on that one. Takes one to know one. Boy, that was brutal. That was tough to watch. I was like watching a loved one on like a respirator, just try to go through it. What an old prick! This. What an old fiery prick this guy was, huh? Oh my god, that guy was. Was, For someone that I feel like I could have whooped his ass if it really like came down to it, still scary. Yeah. It just and if you like feel a, like that, I feel like an NFL player would even have an easier time with that feat. <laughs> but probably just as scary. It's like a character out of Full Metal Jacket or something. Seriously, do you ever think about that? Like, it obviously makes sense. Like high school, maybe even college. Like the coach like barking at their players and like yelling at them. Once you get to the pros, it's like, do you think it ever crosses their mind? Like, I can just kick this guy's ass. Like, Dude, I, I think about that to. with referees in NFL that too. games. That too. Like, I could just knock this guy out cold, <laughs> probably get kicked out of the league. But, like, I don't like who does this guy think he is? Coaches <laughs> like, and referees have coaches. no protective equipment on them. Meanwhile, it's like, I don't know, fucking Aaron yeah. Donald mm-hmm. without pads is already scary. Um, yeah. But he could just swing on you and, like, put you through the 50 yard line if he wants to like one of those big like life-changing calls like the um what was i thinking like the pass interference and like the new orleans like rams game yep like this is my trip to the super bowl this is my last shot i'm going to kill this guy that's a terrible (laughs) call like you just altered my career trajectory the des bryant uh, oh if any yeah I think he came close, if I remember correctly. I remember him like aggressively being held back on the sideline. The tuck rule. Yep, that was another one. Johnny Gruden had some uh, some red faced games. He just naturally, like no matter what the temperature was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Regardless of climate. So. <laughs> that was another just, and obviously a lot of stuff has come out to maybe you know make my point here, but that was just another mean looking old old son of a bitch. John Gruden, just a real, like, I don't know, snarly old guy, a football guy, perfect coach for the Raiders. Yep. Like, that was like an Al Davis handpicked, this is my guy. I wonder what Al Davis would have thought of all this stuff. (laughs) What a, uh, just a weird looking guy, but what a perfect nickname that they called him Chucky. (laughs) He looks exactly like that. He looks just like that doll. Yeah. I could see if Al, and again, I don't, does Al Davis have like problem, like on the record problematic history? 
Not specifically, I don't think. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt quite, quite right. yet. So I could see a, a scenario where it's like, you know, like you leave a job or something there. The first thing they say is, hey, like, you ever decide to come back? Like, we'll keep the seat warm for you. You're, we don't, we're always welcome back. That's really the last thing he would say to John Gruden as he was, as the emails were being read out loud in, in court. Or I don't even know. I don't remember how that thing turned out. Wasn't there a story that came out recently? Isn't he like fighting back? Isn't he yeah. like suing the NFL? Has that gone anywhere? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's like still in the early stages, but okay. I think he, I think he's basically just saying like, it wasn't necessarily they were correct in saying that he's a dickhead, but yeah. that they targeted him and no one else. I, I will say this. It's like, it's not he, wrong. You know, technically. I, I agree. I, I do agree with that aspect of it. What he said was wrong. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, I would find it extremely hard to believe that looking at what my understanding is, he looked at like every email ever. Like, like in with an NFL, you know, dot com address. They literally said tens of thousands. Yeah, there's <laughs> Zippo percent chance. Those are the worst ones in there. And they all happen to be, you know, from the from the fingertips of John Gruden. I right. would bet my life that cannot be the case. Absolutely impossible. I would I would also bet Bill has maybe not like, you know, racial or anything, but he'd probably have some strongly worded emails from the old in the old sent folder. Oh, yeah. Especially Roger Goodell. Goodell. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I don't I, I still can't wrap my head around those emails. Like the whole scenario of just picking that platform to talk like that is that person shouldn't be working in a that person shouldn't be working at a company who has an, a network server. You clearly <laughs> don't know how to use it or like how it's how it's how it's meant to be used. Gruden would just be going on like Microsoft Teams and asking for nudes or something right now if he was still employed. <laughs> Thinking it's a private chat. Yeah. yeah. Not figuring out how to like mute himself or turn his turn his monitor off. I can just picture him like logging in, looking at like his inbox or his in and sent. It's just like one email here. It's like a reminder that there's bagels. There's bagels in the lobby today. And then below it, it's just take your pick. Calling Goodell a pansy or whatever it was, yeah, like right underneath <laughs> it on the sent email, but yeah, right oh, below man. the uh, here's today's sales contest rundown, <laughs> yep, right under the old huddle. <laughs> I the, also think, good, uh, obviously, those were bad, sure. I'm, I'm sure that he had worse ones in there that they didn't show us because, cons- all things considered, too. I was like, for you were able for to NFL put them coach, on ESPN PG 13. I agree. You were you were able to talk about them publicly on mm-hmm. cable television. Uh, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree because it'd almost be more interesting if there weren't though. Because then he's like, ah, you know what? This is my company email. I should tone it down a notch. <laughs> I should keep this keep this business business professional. Imagine being the um, what the hell was the head of the the players association? Was that? Demoris Smith, or am I thinking of someone NFL? else? But yeah, but he was one of the guys that was named because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I think I think John Gruden said that he was like full lipped or something like that. Obviously, much meaner. Um, but imagine being that guy and being like, what "The fuck! Like, where did this come from?" I don't. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to be trashing the NFL like players' association leader, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was very, very strange. I just thought of something too. I think the only other platform that would contend with a company email would be if this stuff showed up on LinkedIn somehow. <laughs> you look at your notifications and it's like, congratulate so-and-so on the job offer. 
you know, new, new uh, selected jobs near you. John Gruden to whoever pay you, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, and then right below that, John Gruden congratulated you on your work anniversary. <laughs> LinkedIn's John a wild the, app too. Uh, John Gruden liked the official Proud Boys LinkedIn page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Gruden likes this. That's always a tough one. I'll, I'll see a handful of those sprinkle their way into LinkedIn every now and then. Like just clearly things that don't belong on LinkedIn. Where it's like, I, I didn't need to know that about this person. Okay. Dude, have you not not to like completely digress this. Have you noticed like how many stupid posts there are on LinkedIn now where it feels like yeah. people think it's Facebook? It's like, oh, it's blue with a white background. It's, I guess I can just say oh. fucking anything at this point. Yeah, I thought you were going to say more. And I see this on Twitter all the time. Like those over the top, like corny LinkedIn posts. Like, no, the, that, yeah, that's what I'm talking is about. Is that what you mean? Yeah, 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 those are those are I think they're actually pretty funny. Just because they're so like nonsensical, like really personal, mm-hmm. um, feels like you're just gasking yourself up. But mm-hmm. yeah, seven million likes. So they're kind of similar to like um, what KFC does with like the Ruth Conda Forever yeah. tweets. Those are great too. I love yep. those. Those are so. But now that like I I have a have a, a young child and stuff, it's like trust. These are all cap. Like big time. <laughs> none of these are real life. Kids kids do not in the slightest talk like that. Some of them are like six, seven, eight years old. It's like, nah. And I love when they get called out. Like, it's just an automatic. You're just asking to get ratioed. No matter, even if it's on on LinkedIn, probably not as much. But if it makes it its way over to the other apps, then yeah, you're toast. Dead on arrival. Those are those are pretty bad. I've been getting killed with spam emails on LinkedIn lately, actually. Like clear spam. The ones that are like clearly copy and pasted. They just erase, you know, the first name of whoever they're sending it to. And I'm like, like, just, you know, not that I'm ever going to like want to do this, but make a little effort. I don't know. Spice it up a little bit. Give me a reason to not think this is spam. Yeah. And I might call you for a 30 minute uh, discovery conversation or like, however, <laughs> however those people word it. Yeah. Just give me a, when you have 30 minutes, I'd love to have a chat with you to talk a little bit more about your goals and like what you're thinking. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't, I don't want to do that with people I know and like care about. Yeah, we have this position that we think you'd be uh, perfect for. Knowing absolutely nothing about you outside of a LinkedIn profile picture that I haven't updated in eight years, I think you'd be a perfect fit for our company in this extremely, extremely skyrocketing opportunity. You should start tweeting like fake Ruth Conda type things with your son. Like, yeah, see which ones go through. (laughs) You're, he's, yeah, my two year old son, I've been teaching him to uh, go to the bathroom on the potty. Uh, and in the midst of wiping his own ass, he invoked <laughs> he Ruth said, Dad. Ginsburg and said, "Yeah, well, if 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 she can do it, why not me?" Yeah, I was like, "Son, you know, you can do this on your own. Go ahead and and wipe." And he looked me dead in the eye and said, "How can I wipe when I know what the carbon monoxide percentage in the air is just wiping out our 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 extinct rainforests? I just can't do it, Dad." That's not a fun, that's not an exaggeration from some of the stuff you'll see. <laughs> Daddy, I'd love some ice cream, but can I have the Pfizer pill instead? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, man, how can I enjoy this delicious bowl of ice cream that I didn't pay for when I know there's still people who haven't had the opportunity to get their fourth booster shot of the Moderna yet? <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pay it forward. Yeah, that's a weird segment of uh, 
of life. Cause the worst part, like on a more serious night, the worst part is they know like the kid's never going to see it, never going to be able to have any interaction with it. It's obviously just people trying to get clout for being weirdos, I guess. Like, I don't know what the end goal is of saying something like that. Like you want to be like patted on the back by a bunch of strangers for having a weird kid. It's pretty much like what it comes down to. Uh, it is going to suck. It's almost like a boy cried wolf situation. It is going to suck for the first kid to actually say something like that. And he's just going to like, the parents just going to get absolutely crapped on, on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, this is pretty cool. My son just said this. And then there's going to be a bunch of like 16 year old kids just saying ratio. In the comments. <laughs> and a bunch of RIP bozos. Oh, that's a tough one. Tough look all the way around. Um, I- Go ahead. I did have a couple of football questions. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Go ahead. I know kind of digressed a bit. So I had two questions. The first one is you having played football before. I know you weren't sure. a quarterback, but uh, if you could put yourself in the shoes of a quarterback, I have. Would you have been pissed with the play calling last night? Even even winning the game, would you feel offended? Like if I was in max specific position? Yeah. No, because my assumption would be they probably had a conversation about it before. I think if like. He went out there and it was like continuous signals from the sideline about the same running play. I would hope he'd bring something up to Josh and be like, did I like, did I say something like, is, <laughs> do, do you want to talk about this? Uh, no, that was so weird. Cause it's like, it, it worked. Like yeah. and the thing is, it's like, I, I do think Belichick has earned the right to uh, how can I say this? He's earned like, I I trusted, you know, that coaching staff knew what they were doing. If if they didn't want if they didn't want Mac to throw, then I trust that they shouldn't have Mac throw. Maybe it was that bad. You know, maybe it was maybe he went to him and said, like, I can't throw. That's what I thought too. I thought it might have been more than just the weather. Not necessarily like an injury, but just something where he's like, I can't throw the ball right now. We can't call passing plays, which is fine because the Bills blow and they still let up like 300 yards, knowing exactly what play was coming. Um among the likes of future Canton bound players like Brandon Bolden and Ramon Stevenson and Damian Harris. Actually, Mac had a few God awful looking QB sneaks as well, where I thought he was literally going to paralyze himself. <laughs> that goes back to, I, I, I've always felt that way with Brady too. I used to hate when they'd call those QB sneaks with Brady. I know they yeah. worked like every time, but those were so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally like a paralysis, like waiting to happen. Because he would take it and literally just put his head down and dive forward <laughs> into a literal pile of of a combined like five thousand pounds worth of defensive linemen, and they'd often result in first downs or touchdowns. Another one where it's like it's third and one, you know what's coming, but not much. Dude, even about. even when they're on the goal line and Brady would have to jump and kind of reach, and yeah. I, oh. I can I can picture ones where he kind of got he went head over heel. Where oh it's yeah, like, dude. You're going to land on your fucking You're neck. Tom doing Brady. This. Yeah. Cam. But I we did mind. get six points. So, <laughs> so run it again. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Let's that would be for two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that though. If, um, if they did like, if they didn't tell him beforehand uh-huh. and then, yeah, he just keeps getting signaled from the sideline. But imagine, um, imagine Mac like audibling, but no one moves. Everyone's mm-hmm. just like, sorry, sorry, pal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The wide receiver just calls a timeout. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Harry starts leading the huddle. Yeah. Um, What's the other question? That's a good question. Very good question. 
Thank you, Dan. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I have two more questions. Okay. Did, did they win because of Belichick or in spite of Belichick? I think we're on the same page here, but I want to hear you like real questions. Uh, no, it, they, they, it was, I would say, because like, if it was like one or two, yeah. maybe drives where they did that, they did the entire game. So they're doing it for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it wasn't working, they would obviously stop. They wouldn't do that if they were down 21 to 10. That's exactly, that was exactly. They're protecting a lead. Yeah. yeah. That two point conversion was huge. That, that very well won the game. Yeah, because they knew at the end of the day, no matter what, we have this one point conversion. If we can just pace with them, we're going to win. So yeah, I thought it was fine. It was boring as hell. Like I wouldn't watch that if that wasn't a Patriots game. Imagine how boring, like terrible that game would be if that yeah. was like Jags at like Jets in New York. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Because the other thing is like at least in a I know it was snowing a little bit, but in a yeah. in a full on snow game, at least it's kind of entertaining, even if you're neutral. Oh yeah, because you yeah, can yeah. see it. But when it's just right. straight up wind, it's like, no, this just looks like they can't fucking do shit. So correct. We can't yeah, you didn't notice till you had the, and those, these angles were crazy. The outdoor angles, like looking up at the lights was literally yep. just sideways snow <laughs> for, for quite a lot of time. Uh, I, so that's what I would say as well for question number two. Yeah. I feel like if they hadn't started the game, like scoring the first touchdown of the yeah, game, yeah. I don't yep. think it would have gone that way. I think no, he definitely not. You couldn't have justified that. You would have had to throw. Or you would have a, you'd have to dial up some crate. They didn't use any trick plays or anything yesterday. They used like three plays. Oh yeah, I'm a big halfback dive left guy now. <laughs> it's a great play. It worked <laughs> very well, dude. Those are some pretty good tweets. Where it's just like uh, a screenshot yeah. of Josh McDaniel's playbook, and it's just yeah, HB dive left, <laughs> HB dive right. Yeah. <laughs> the last question was that Miles Bryant um, mm. uh, penalty one of the worst you've ever seen. Like the bad call, yeah, the unnecessary roughness. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It was, it was. <laughs> what the fuck's he supposed? Was to it do? actually unnecessary roughness? Yeah, that's great because that's the epitome of a necessary play. If he didn't <laughs> Very do that, necessary. he would have gotten a first down. Yeah. So I, I don't quite understand how we went from one end of the spectrum to the other. That was like, yeah, I get it. You're protecting the quarterback quote-unquote but it's like mm-hmm. dude he was about to reach well, he was out in and bounds get the mid-air. first down and he was yeah. he was in the air and also yeah. he basically like touched him to shove him out he didn't right. like wait until he landed and then like drive him into the ground yeah he pushed him out of bounds uh yeah that was pretty bogus it's almost like if that um excuse me i just thought of this the um <clears throat> chase down block on iguodala the lebron block if they called that like a technical <laughs> like, well, he was, he was going to like make a layup. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. You're being a little too uh, uh, emphatic with your blocks, LeBron. Yeah. I, I had to extend my arm to uh, put a barrier between the, the ball and the basket, <laughs> AKA play defense. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty bad. I, I, I was getting the sanctity of the game. Yeah. I was getting a little nervous. Some of those last drives were pretty nerve wracking. It just had like, I remember it was like, I think it was, I remember vividly or specifically it was like four and a half minutes when they're down around like the 30, maybe even inside the 20 with a first down. Yeah. And I was like, here we go. Like, this is, this is how it's going to happen. But again, that's why that extra, that, that two point conversion was so huge because they couldn't tie it with a field goal. Um, But that also made me more nervous because that meant they had to go for it on fourth down too. Well, I thought that I figured they'd go for it on fourth down, 
but yeah, that was, that was a great, great defensive stop. A good, um, one of your favorite sayings, good example of Ben don't break type of defense. <laughs> there were, there were a couple of plays when Josh Allen like extended the play. And I yeah. was just like, the longer this goes, we're either going to get something that pisses me off, like play wise, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or it's a penalty. Like, <laughs> do you throw a pick? I know he did. What was the pick he threw? I can't remember it now. Maybe he didn't. No, they had a fumble, right? Fumble. Yeah, I don't think he threw a pick. Okay. Surprisingly. I, don't think, I don't think he played terrible. No, um, I, I thought you know, he, he threw it. Well. They, he had a pretty normal, I would I would think a pretty normal, um, you know, normal game as far as pass attempts. He went, uh, yeah, 15 for 30 for 145 yards. One touchdown. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah he played he played he played fine that's why i was pretty nervous on those last couple drives i was like they're with guys like Diggs and sanders and i guess cole beasley there's a threat to get in the end zone if you have a handful of drives in that area and that's that's one of the other things that i remember um mcdermott was bitching about in his press conference they remember he's like you know if you told me before the game like you know the patriots started their 20 and we'd start at our 40 i'd feel pretty good about it it's like okay but you realize if you don't take advantage of that, that's a negative look on your end <laughs> that you, you had the advantage and you still lost relatively comfortably. Yeah. And like, not to still not talk radio take, mm-hmm. but he was saying those things as if it wasn't like the world's craziest weather in that game. Like, right. Those are things that would be good in a normal game, but here, Correct. like you have to take advantage of everything. I also think, um, uh, have you seen him with his hat off, McDermott? Yeah, he was in the interview with his hat off. That's how I knew I knew bald. <laughs> yeah. You said he looked like Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin. I saw someone yeah. write that he looked like Bill Burr, which uh-huh. I can see. <laughs> yeah. He also reminds me of Brett Garner on the Yankees because he has like a penis-shaped head. If we have any local listeners still listening at this point, he reminds me a little bit of uh, an older Brian Norman as well. From Christian. Oh, yes. <laughs> bald, a bald, angrier Brian Norman. Yeah. Who looks very much like Bill Burr, who Big looks time. very much like Tom Coughlin. <laughs> so one and the same. If Brian Norman is listening to this, he could play Bill yeah. Burr in a in like an auto, in a biography, whatever. Or vice versa, if they do a documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. What am I saying? Um, I have a question for you. How do you think... I guess consider this game just how it went down. How do you feel about the rematch in a couple of weeks in New England? I don't think the Bills have a chance. <laughs> I think Patriots smoke them. Yeah. After after how that game went, and also after all these these bullshit like press conferences, I think they come in and just get killed because they're ideally going to be able to throw the ball more than three times. Mm-hmm. That's an ultimate like gut punch, and they talk about this on the radio all the time too. Like the Bills had every reason last year to think like we have a pretty decent window at the AFC East that was just closed last night (laughs) in their home stadium. That's a, that's a tough one to get over. Yeah. I mean, they knew exactly, they knew exactly what the Patriots were going to do and they couldn't stop it with, with either running back. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) like you said, Patriots called three plays the entire night and dominated them. And Mm -hmm. that really was Belichick. Like, that was for us. a lot of that was psychological. I think like they yeah. probably could have called other plays, but he's like, I'm just going to keep calling this one play and, and fuck with this guy across the field. <laughs> that was as much influence as a coach can have on a game. Absolutely. Uh, from Belichick's uh, yep. perspective where it's like, he decided 
not only that he was going to beat you, but like exactly how he was going to, like he was going to win and win on his terms. That was surgical. Yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty incredible. Another thought I just had was a big story outside of the weather. Cause we didn't know about this weather till literally like yesterday morning. Another big story was um, Tredavious White being out. They're all pro cornerback and they threw the ball three times. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> yeah. even like an issue, <laughs> which is so good. So now again, they can throw in a couple weeks or a few weeks. Oh, that's another new story. They finally have their bye week, literally mid-December. They get a well-deserved week off <laughs> and then have now, to go play primetime at Indy. Yeah. Now in hindsight, that bye week couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah, this is sick. What it's a like- great great call what a great time for a week off mm-hmm. recover from a like a terrible <clears throat> weather game a couple guys got banged up uh this is a perfect time for bye week they're literally they're the n- number one seed going into the bye week little breather and then you have a month of games in the playoffs who do you think on indy which all pro indianapolis colt is gonna get put on ir between now and next saturday do you think <laughs> I think Wentz is going to get like decapitated Wentz. or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we saying? Yeah, it'd be the running yeah, back. Someone will. Whoever their best player is at the time will not be active. Because I'm <laughs> trying to think. Tre'Davious White last week. Derrick Henry the week before. Um, who else have they missed out on? Cleveland didn't have uh, either running back. Yep. That is like just a weird, like inevitable thing. I'm sure Belichick has something to do with it. But that is just a weird trend. Seriously, if something happens to Jonathan Taylor or Carson Wentz, that that's gonna start to get a little freaky. Yeah, it, oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it, but it is gonna get a little weird. It's without fail. Yeah, in any of the previous like title winning seasons, they always yep. have shit go their way. I'll take it. Yeah, it is also very weird <clears throat> to sit back and at this point of the season look at the current Super Bowl highest percentage chances: Bucks Patriots. Like you, if that happens, I thought last year Brady winning was like too like you can't write this type of thing. If somehow that happens with, it feels like every week it gets more and more likely. I, I don't know how you can even like comprehend that happening, especially of, with after how last year went in New England, yeah, and how the beginning of this season went. Really, part of me wonders if like um, I'm sure Brady was watching the game. I wonder if he's rooting for the Patriots to get there in hopes that he gets there to face them. Or if he's like, no, I fucking hate Bill Belichick. I hope he goes 0 and 17, like from this point out. I don't know. I think if the Patriots make the playoffs, I mean, I'm sure he'd be okay with that matchup. I think he'd do well in that matchup, to be honest. I'd, I'd probably take the Bucks if they played right now in the Super Bowl, just yeah. because that, that is a lot. That is a lot for a, a young rookie quarterback. What a map. What a, I can't even imagine like where the marketing would start. They'd probably start the pregame show like the Wednesday prior and do like a <laughs> 800 hours straight of coverage. Oh, that's the other thing I wrote down. I wanted to mention. Have you watched Man in the Arena yet at all? Any of them? I haven't. No, me either. Last night they were, they were like trying to push and do commercials for the 2008 Super Bowl. I, I will never watch. I have no desire to watch a documentary on the worst game of my life. <laughs> I had to watch as a fan. I don't think I'm interested in that. Dude, do you remember, like, aside from the outcome of the game, remember how mm. fun it was to watch it in the sixth floor uh, common room or whatever yeah, that room was right. called? Yeah, I do. 
Oh, that was bad. I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, I'll probably skip that one. Might <laughs> skip the other Giants one. Yeah. I might watch the Philly one just to see if they talk about Malcolm Butler. If they don't, I'll skip that one. And then probably skip the rest of them respectfully afterwards. I might watch it in like 10 years. I have no desire to watch it right now. Yeah. I keep seeing clips in every clip when they're interviewing Brady. He's just saying things I've already heard. And he like, he never is. He's always on guard and he always gives a scripted answer. He's never like candid. So. Well, also he talks all the time now. Like he's on commercials. That's what like last dance. We haven't really seen Michael Jordan sit down and talk for 20 years. Yeah, Michael Jordan doesn't have a part podcast. <laughs> no, correct. <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> that so good. That's, That's one of the weirdo. best, like, Felgren Mouse segments when Murray just goes on a tangent impersonating that guy. His Jerry <laughs> Jones impersonations are great, too. Oh, yeah. Those are so funny. Yeah, I've noticed. I'll, I, like I said, I might tap in eventually, but I'm in no rush. Uh, no rush whatsoever. Uh, I did have one more thing. I know we're kind of up on time. Did you want to touch on anything real quick while I uh, let's see more God awful football Oof. Ravens ending Cincinnati. I thought was good. They got blown out. Uh, the Vikings lost to the lions. There was just some terrible football again this week. Every week it's in a, there's at least a handful of games that are just awful. Yep. Ravens game was stupid. Uh, <laughs> that lions, the lions game was great because it was just, like both coaches were trying to lose and eventually, you know, somebody has to lose. It happened to be Mike Zimmer, but that's uh that's a tough one. Oh, and what was the other I'll... one? Oh, the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. I... They stink again. I don't know who's good. Like I said, chargers, I think are good now. Um, I, Who do you think is going to win MVP? Brady. Hmm. Kyler. Kyler has the best record and he had a really good game, but I feel like no one's really talking about him. Lamar's out. I feel like this year we might see a running back win it again. Who? Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Thomas? He should. He's excellent. I think if they make the playoffs, I think he has a chance. I think the last one was AP when he had the record. And I think they like just made the playoffs. They weren't like really good that year. It also depends on the rest of the league. It's just for 20 years, like when in doubt, I was going to say he can give it to Brady, but he only has, what does he have, like three? Yeah. Maybe four. It is crazy that as good as Derrick Henry has been, he doesn't have one. Like, he could still win it, Yeah, I would think, being out. One of the weirder things is that uh, fact that Russell Wilson's never gotten an MVP vote ever. Wow. Let alone the award. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh my god! Time MVP, stupid. Yep, <laughs> but dude. That that late. I, I know. I I said this earlier. I like that time slot. If it's not a Patriots game, those four o'clock games are such garbage. They're so <laughs> bad. <laughs> They're terrible. Oh my god! Unless it's like a game of the week type of game, like those are awful. I don't need to say any more Broncos, Broncos Raiders or yeah Seahawks Niners. <laughs> Anymore. Yeah, save like that. your two best quarterbacks for that game. Otherwise, like yeah, I don't need to see much of that much longer. Keep the, you can keep the Rams there, you can keep the Packers there, keep the Chiefs there. Yep, that's it. Get rid of yeah, the, that's about get it. Get rid of the rest. Oh, um, 
yeah, so those were the bad football games. I had a bad uh, football thing. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, just in general, your your overall thoughts on how terrible Ben Roethlisberger looks these days. I think he is hanging it up. I think that story came out. He's uh, telling teammates this is it. And I don't think they're really arguing with him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, and, and I don't think this, but other people yeah. were saying, like, he said this is his last year for the Steelers. Oh, really? That's what people I... are saying, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe he's hinting towards this is just his last year with them. But I don't know who the fuck would sign him. I was going to say, this isn't a great audition for uh, a new second wind of, of a career. Nah, he's not. He's, who's going to pick him up? Uh, fucking Saskatchewan. Uh, oh, I didn't think about that. Saskatoons. Saskination. <laughs> 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 He gets like the my next chapter cover going to Sask Nation. Nah, he's done. He won't go anywhere else. I think but, I, I mean he game. might want to, but I don't. I don't see that happening. No one's that desperate. I mean, he's never been one to uh, uh, to adhere to someone saying no. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I was gonna say, I think I made this comparison before. He reminds me of um, uh, Cam Newton making a hail mary throw. Yeah, it's, it's short. Imagine him playing in that Buffalo game. Imagine if that was Steelers Patriots last year or, or whatever, <laughs> Cam versus Roethlisberger in that game. They'd be lucky oh to God. get three nothing. Yeah. Like they might, they might, that might be an actual zero zero tie. No one might be able to like break the 50 yard line. <laughs> they would just be punting from each other's 40 nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, it'd look like a game like that old like Pong video game, just going yep. back and forth from 20 to 20. Holy smokes. You couldn't pay me to watch that garbage. Remember last week we were talking about like the caught, like going to a, a live game. Yeah. Last night's the epitome of what I was talking about. You couldn't pay me to go to that game last night. Yep. That actual game, like Patriots at bills, even if I knew how it was going to turn out. Absolutely oh, I was no I, chance in Christ. I, I was thinking that too. Cause like, imagine, <clears throat> imagine even if you lived in Buffalo, you get home at 4am. If you yeah. lived in Buffalo, you probably have frostbite. <laughs> Did you see the video that Big Cat tweeted of himself, just like shirtless in the? Uh... Yeah, he looks. He looked terrible. Not really good. Not a, <laughs> I don't know how he was. I would like to be. Uh, uh, don't know that he wasn't. To be fair, I just yeah. remember this. Did you see? It, it might have been the first punt of the game last night from Jake Bailey going from right to left on the screen. Mm, I think so. What about it? Well, I want to say he, where he was, he was probably around the twenty. Yeah. It, <laughs> The cameraman was like so confused because the football went out of frame as it went up. And then all of a sudden the football was just on the sideline, like 15 yards from where he kicked it. It just I disappeared. Mean, and then all of a sudden it was like back on the same side. Some of like the throws Allen made, you could tell like you shouldn't be throwing in this weather. Yeah. Like he missed digs on a couple. Um, he had one beautiful throw to digs on the sideline. I remember, but most of them, yeah, they're just, it's like golf. Like it's hard to, it's a whole different, you know, strategy to what you have to do and if i'm sure it was a joint decision like mac and josh talking like hey do you feel comfortable doing this and he probably said no and eventually they realized they didn't have to so if it ain't fixed don't broke it if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> final thing for me yeah. this is the official season of uh football players going out pre-game like either shirtless or with um like a cutoff and being like 
oh no, I was just practicing so I could get like a feel for the elements and acting like it's not a big deal so that mm-hmm. the pregame shows can like show the footage of them out there like yeah. with with snow like flying at their face and these guys are just walking around like shorts and no t-shirt. What's your question? <laughs> I'm just saying that this is like like <laughs> yeah. I don't know, did you see the picture of David Andrews? I did. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't thrilled. I think that's stupid. Like I'd be pissed if I was like the coach. Every I'd be year. Like, dude, you look cool, but you're probably going to get like hypothermia and, and miss a game. Yeah. Like, there's there's no benefit for you doing this. You're not going to be playing in this outfit. Um it's it's cold. Like you have the weather up on your phone. I don't see the need to go out there and test it in your underpants. Yeah. But like, yeah, I've never understood that shit. <laughs> I, I can I can picture like I feel like Odell's done that. It'd be like Always. a blizzard and he goes he goes out there shirtless. Yeah. Shirtless Dude, and then like over the ear headphones catching like ridiculous passes. He's the first ballot Hall of Fame warm-up player. Oh yeah. I like, didn't know he, the camera was there. He's incredibly good at warm-ups. It it it, uh, it makes less sense than we talk about like in the NBA, like guys warming up in the NBA with full like warm up outfits on, uh, over the head like Bose headphones, and, <laughs> like other stuff that just is not in any way simulating basketball. I don't understand how guys do anything with over the head, uh, over the. Oh, it doesn't make any headphones. sense. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I've also always thought like I've never understood the the point of like even like combines and stuff like working out in just shorts cutoffs and like a helmet like why wouldn't you have them wear pads like you know you're gonna be wearing pads in the game i i'd I'd like to get a better idea of what these guys can do that's why people crush combines and then suck in the nfl like kill harry like you i would assume you look a lot better in shorts and a t-shirt than you know full pads playing in western new york in the (laughs) in like the middle of december yeah, I would venture anyway. to guess that your uh, your forty time and your vertical is a little better without like six pounds mm-hmm. worth of pads on you. Without pads on or a uh, defensive back covering you, <laughs> that kind of <laughs> alters alters numbers. The only other thing I had written down that I actually don't even really want to get into because it's actually kind of getting sad is like those initial pictures of Zion Williamson that have come out recently, looking uh, stout. Okay. Not the one today I sent you guys. I think it was the video over the weekend. He was just like shooting around um, like before a game. Just looked, he looked pretty heavy, but he also was like absolutely miserable, like stuck in New Orleans. Nor- I-, I think New Orleans might be like the worst franchise in the NBA right now. <laughs> and they have decent players. It's just no one's ever been happy there. Nope. No one's ever like, I don't think anyone's like ever signed a contract extension in New Orleans, <laughs> let alone like the initial contract. Saying like I'd like I know you signed me for four I'd like to lock this down and add and make it six. Where Can do I, I play sign? for free somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> you can just donate my contract to uh <laughs> to your favorite charity. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen with him. I think it, it, he makes it look funnier too because of like you know how he walks is very so childlike. Yeah. He's a very just weird looking guy. <laughs> There's something <laughs> like something's not right. He's always he been that like that plodding though. walk where it's like all the weight is on. Like when he's stepping with the left, like all the weights on the left yeah. side of his body. It's, <laughs> it's weird. It's a funny visual, but I do it's feel weird bad. for someone like playing basketball <clears throat> looks like one of the more athletic people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Not playing basketball, polar opposite looks like one of the most unathletic people. He's like, he looks like Carl Winslow when he's not playing basketball <laughs> and he looks like 
Hakeem Elijah on when yeah, he's a Chicago that. cop. It's tough. <laughs> just a run of the mill Chicago cop. Did you see Mary, the video that nice that, four bedroom uh, house, couple of kids, coffee and a donut in the morning, and home by dinner? Shitty neighbor, world's <laughs> most really annoying, <laughs> really annoying neighbor next door. God, you think about it like what a stressful job for Carl Winslow to work full time and then have to come home and just deal deal with Steve Urkel full time around his work schedule. What an absolute just pest. Yeah. Constantly hitting on your daughter, constantly getting your son into like shenanigans he shouldn't get into. Yeah. Hitting on your wife and your mother just like nonstop. God, that guy was was just in the inner depths of hell 24-7. Imagine like Carl going from like, you see what's going on today, like going from like a shootout or like a, a high speed chase, like on the news to come home to see Steve with like some like contraption in his backyard. Like, yeah. Steve's knocked <laughs> out all the home. power in your house. <laughs> Comes home to see like Steve have a robot in his living room, just <laughs> knocking over like vases, and, like pictures. No wonder that guy was on edge. Like tw- no wonder those two didn't get along. Like, what did you expect to happen? Oil and water. I can't believe that was like a, a biographical show. It was a documentary, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> now that I think back to it. You do know, like, originally Steve Urkel was supposed to just be like a one-time, um, like, small, small character. And obviously yeah. stole the show. Great character. That's crazy. He is, that, that is a good show. That, like, Steve and Carl is a, a very slept-on, like, TV relationship. Mm-hmm. They're incredible together. You know the one... Have you seen the one with like the hot air balloon? Uh, it's a possibly. classic, like that's a cliche scenario. Like Carl comes home from work and for some reason, Steve gets him in like a hot air balloon and like, he just, he keeps hitting the button to let it go lower, but it keeps going higher. Uh, just like typical family matter shenanigans, but uh, just, just surrounded by chaos at all times. Anyway, Zion. Yeah. <laughs> Not on a good trajectory. Did you see the video that Nick's tape Kyle posted of him? today of his like his basically his one year at duke highlights i was just like oh fuck i forgot like this guy was a video game character yeah a lot of it could come down to that injury when his shoe exploded on live television (laughs) and that was just kind of swept under the rug remember that paul george was like a dead man for like uh like two week period yeah people wanted him dead in his shoe company that's always weird to me like obviously those guys are much bigger than us but yeah. I've never seen anyone at, at a pickup game go through their shoe. And I've seen that no. in a in like a college or a pro game at least a handful of times. It's really weird. But <laughs> and those are supposed to be like the best shoes. Yeah. But dude, there, there were so many blocks where he his head was like <sighs> his head was like colliding with the square on the backboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he had one. I remember one from the, I I know what video you're talking about. He had one. It was uh he he ran out to help on a three and just uh base a corner three and just like knocked it into the fifth row fifth row <laughs> that that might have been the most impressive one on that tape because yeah. most of the time you don't block that shot or like you can't yeah. yeah and you definitely don't get to like swat it into the 10th row if you do right get on it. if you're lucky it's like that rob williams block against the sixers like you get there you get a fingertip on it yeah and Stays that might bounds. change the ball a little bit he, he 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 left from under the basket when the guy had the ball in his hands chased it down and knocked it into the fifth row. And that's also one of the funnier things that goes around about college sports. I think that same Kyle kid tweets it 
often. It's like with like these D1 programs, it's like there's scenarios every week where Julio Jones is being covered by someone who's going to be like an accountant in like three years. <laughs> like, in, <laughs> yeah. like in D1 sports, same with basketball. Like when they it, like there's inevitably like a Duke at like Colgate game like every year where it's just like, what are we doing? Like I who scheduled this? <laughs> yeah, I really don't deserve this. I remember um, for some strange reason, like obviously I grew up near Dartmouth College about like 20 years ago. They were able to get UNC on the schedule and obviously they fucking packed the place. Yeah, they I'm pretty sure they get their their shit pushed in by like 30 points and it was like mm-hmm. dude these guys aren't playing the same sport as you <laughs> like no well no. why did they agree to this <clears throat> no idea it's like uh unh at uconn when we were yep. there that got pretty ugly i'm pretty sure and uconn's not unc so yeah i don't know i don't know um all right we can get rolling here uh anything else before we sign off that's it for me cool all right Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.